Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast the best shows on TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're hitting that Outsiders again. This was episode 12. 12. That's right. Um, what was it called? All Hell. Yeah, yeah. This was a, a Bernstein production with Tolan writing. We got, finally got some of those credits put in there this time. Yeah, somebody actually uh, memorized the old TV show there. I like uh, it. I'm not going to hurt my rotator cuff hitting myself on the back. <laughs> um, that's where I'm at with that one. But, Did you hit a little rewind with it, make sure to double check? No, believe it or not, for some reason, you know... I I, uh, I was at home today, longer than normal, and got to you know and really enjoy it. Not kind of rush through it or get overexcited, so uh, it made a difference. But uh, it should have been with the rest of us, you know, live tweeting it. We had, we had a big group going. Yeah, I know, I know. I, you know, I'm a busy man, you know, so it's just one of those uh-huh. things. But anyway, as to the episode itself, uh, I'll go ahead and put it out there. I, I mean. I, I actually really enjoyed the episode. I, it was a much, much improvement from the last one. I felt like we kind of did a little bit of a, a little bashing last week. This week, I definitely was more pleased. Um, the continuity was perfect. Cinematography was always great. Um, I really couldn't say that there's something I had a problem with. What about you? Uh, I mean, I wish I could say the same thing. Maybe you can talk me into it by the end, but a lot of the editing just didn't seem right for me this week. And just really? there's, there's a couple falls for me, and then the plot holes... Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait to go. Yeah, this like I'm, I'm excited to do it. Page, you know, because that's why we we wait to see each other in pod without even talking about it. So that's, that's what makes us good. So, um, well, how did the episode start? Remind me. You know, it, was it basically we're going we're basically right back where we were with the whole. You know, I mean, Big Foster's looking rough. Yeah, I mean, he he's, he looks like he's on his deathbed. Yeah, I mean, he he is definitely struggling well, it looked like you sounded i'm pretty sure i'm pretty <laughs> sure you're up for the casting this morning but uh i honestly didn't know if he was going to make it to the end of the episode you know what was crazy about this episode was is that throughout the entire time watching it i was starting to come with this idea that maybe david morris won't be around for season two i thought this was i thought it was going to end i mean we know we had the big preview of one of them's not going to go one of them's not going to make it and all that and i don't want to jump ahead to anything like that but they did a lot of foreshadowing saying that it was not going to be Big Foster that made it to the end of the season. Yeah, they definitely put some stuff out there, that, which don't get me wrong, that can still possible, but it just seemed really, really, they really kind of had me mind-fooled. And that was one of the things I kind of enjoyed about the episode. Um, you know, it, it just kind of really throws you for a loop. Um, we had a lot of great twists and turns in this episode. It does, it does. Um Let's kind of compartmentalize it and talk about certain characters like that. Let's just the the least seen or most dealt with is, is probably Stash, you know, and so on. What a redemption story! I mean, I mean, we were sitting here like what episode six or seven? Like I, I'd written him off. I oh, was yeah. like, it's going to take a lot for him to come back in my good graces, and I'm back to loving him. Oh yeah, he's a hard ass. Oh he, yeah, he, I'm telling you, man. I almost want to stand up and applaud when he arrests the old coal miner chick. I, I mean, here here was one of the things I had a problem with. You know, I didn't have a problem with the arrest. I thought it was a great thing. Stayed nice and calm. He's like, no, you're under arrest. But it was the charge he gave her. Oh, he had three of them now. He did have three, but he's only going with narcotics. And how is he going to prove that? I I, I don't know. You know, I don't think think any of it's meant to be um, proven. You know, I think he just wanted it. It was just kind of like him showing you don't run this place. You know, is a big power move. Yeah, it was just a straight. You know, you forget who's who's really running this show, and uh, I think that was the big deal there. It was basically just like you know, two guys whipping their Johnson out, and who had long. He he was basically doing that to her and saying, 
You get you ain't got me. I mean, I got a, you. It was a mustache competition, and he he wore it proudly. Yeah, yeah. Well, he already won. You know, oh yeah. So, so I mean, I, that's the whole deal with that scene. I don't. I like like he said he could have gone with this, that, so on conspiracy. You know, uh, inciting a riot. riot or you know, I mean, narcotics. a whole bunch of things. And if he would have just stuck with one of those, I was okay with it. But as soon as he mentioned the drugs, how do you approve any of those? I mean, realistically, it was true. It was truly a power play. Okay. Truly, truly, truly. I understand where you're coming from. I want you to, I think it was more or less. Yeah, I mean, like I, I said, I was excited. To... You think you run this place just because you know things. I know things too, and you're out of here. And I love that that was his demeanor throughout the entire episode. Oh, and yeah. like when his sister was breaking down on the front porch and stuff, and she threw that ball, he's like, hey, I'll go get you another one. You know, we'll throw the balls together and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like he was a cool customer the entire time. You know, it's just amazing how he has shifted so much, like you said, redemptive. Um, in all of his storyline, this entire episode, he was really bringing it. I mean, there was even this little scenes where, you know, um, when the uh, old Keith Gregory, the guy we're going to be uh, interviewing sooner or later, uh, comes in, uh, it's Jack Murphy, and uh, comes in and goes, have you caught the guy yet? Have you got him? Da-da. No, we ain't got him. Or you said you'd have him. Well, you know, I guess yeah. I ain't got him then, you know. And I guess I lied to you. you yeah. know, not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, it's also, when did they care about Brees that often? You know, that's a, that's a great question because they were, it's like Brees was not, was just more of a hindrance until he got killed. Yeah. And now he's just a motivating factor. Now he's a martyr. Yeah. I mean, so. And so, I mean, I, I wasn't liking it because it's like whenever Brees was there, they're like, oh, shut up, Brees. You know, you're just in our way. No, this yeah. is what we're doing. We're being a pansy. Yeah. yeah. And now it's just like, you haven't caught Brees' killer yet. And I was like, oh, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I can give you that. You know, maybe, maybe it's guilt. Maybe it's remorse, you know. Maybe it's that's what's like, you know. What we went up there, he tried to stop us, and he ends one them getting killed, and so I I could see where the motivation comes from. Like you said, a martyr, um, and you know, get this whole posse together. I, I'm okay with that, yeah. you know. I I really am. Um, the, you know, the whole little part of the them in her, the coal miner chick's office, and you know, she's just <laughs> like, she's like, well, just don't take the envelope. This is all illegal. I cannot be here listening to anything you say, but I'm going to leave. And please do not look in my top left drawer where there is a thousand dollars in petty, petty cash. cash. Yeah, I need that kind of petty cash. <laughs> and how about my man Keith Gregory? He's like, uh, does that does that mean we took it? They're <laughs> <laughs> always like, you're an idiot. You know? uh, I loved yeah. it, though, but it fit him perfectly. It fit that character perfectly. Yeah, for what you know, like we said since the beginning, stereotypical. You know, you see him. He's he he's got the wife beater with a shirt over it. The red, the hat turned around. He's borderline too stereotypical i mean he's that guy where the sun's beating down on him and he's trying to cover his eyes from the sun because the hat's in the back yeah i mean it's just uh they he maybe a touch much but uh, you know since we got to know the guy a little bit we're we're cool with that but anyway so then stash of course like i said through the conversation with cold miner chick that he you know that we figure out there is a a group rally they want to go up to the mountain and take care of business and do all these things and him and his deputy, of course, they end up on the trail with their shotguns. Now it's him and his, you know, his deputy there versus what I looks to be about twenty five deep. With I mean, rifles. I, I was looking like thirty to fifty. You know, that, that was a big group they had going up the mountain. Big question number one: Who shot the headlight? Came out of nowhere. I mean, completely. It didn't uh, even look like anyone had their guns raised. You, you would imagine that group, since that trail was as narrow as it was, mm-hmm. there were only basically two cars with you, you'd see who pulled the rifle down and pulled the trigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I'm really kind of surprised they didn't really kind of elaborate who did that. You know it had to I mean? be someone on the front lines because, like you're saying, you're hitting somebody in front of you if you're on the back exactly. lines. Exactly, and which you were in plain view of the sheriff, you know, Stash and his deputy. So, but how about Stash's reaction? <laughs> yeah. You know, just quickly, just already pumped. Yeah, and I'm I, gonna drop one yeah. in the next one. You, yeah, I mean. Uh, I, again, I mean, Stash on his A game. I mean, that, that was his best performance yet. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Uh, this this episode, by far, bar none, I think it was Thomas Wright, is his name? Yeah, Thomas W. or uh, Thomas C. Wright or something. Yeah, it, bar none, his best episode. I mean, just just fun to watch the entire time. Um, he did a great job. He, he, was, he wasn't trying to be comedic, but every scene he was in had a good laugh in it. Right. And, that, and that's something that doesn't go unnoticed and really brings the show up right now but before we get off this topic i want to talk about the witch's uh scene with her boss when he calls her in oh yeah yeah yeah. because yeah. this is something that we did not want to happen and they actually brought it up yes they did they did the, the this is the whole scenario of hey good job by the way you know, you finally got the the bony ass cop to do his job. Yeah, we're or you get the freaks to go out there and do their job. Either way, we get these people involved. We win. We win. You know, either the cops are going to do their job or we're getting the feds. And like as soon as he said that, I was like, oh no, this is going exactly where we don't want it to. Okay, this brings me up to my question: Why tip off the police that the guys were going up there? I don't. Because the way the big boss, you know, her boss made it sound like is that, well, if they go up there and do their thing and people die, the feds get involved, we win. If the cop goes up there and does his thing, we win. So why not? Why Because she didn't see it. But as soon as he said that, you see her face drop. Yeah. Like, I don't think she wants people to die. I think she, she wants a peaceful demise. Even you know, I don't know. I'm conflicted because she tipped him off. I think she's seeing something. It's got to be something involved with money. Maybe if the feds come up, it's going to get condemned and delay some things. I don't know. I, I think they were trying to portray more of an emotional, like she had a value in the situation. I think I, if she, that part, considering that her boss is like, well, the feds get involved, we win. Like that wouldn't become a factor if that was it. It's almost like they were really trying to show that she doesn't want to see people die or be a, you know a party to that i don't think she something. has a more bone in her body I, i'm with you then why again I, why tip off the sheriff if you don't care who gets up the mountain to cause the, the ruckus to get them off because my thought with it is if a lot of people are dying maybe you can't work on a burial ground because i mean they're going to want to bury their dead up on that mountain and everything. Um, i mean i have no idea yeah i mean it's a, that's what i say i, 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 I feel like we're both time. working with stretches we are I, I really don't understand why she tipped them off so considering, if anybody, the con- considering the phone conversation she got. Anybody out there, let, let us know these ideas. Because yeah. this is just something we just came up with I off mean, the top of our heads. Yeah. And I, I think it's pretty interesting for why she yeah, would have tipped him. Why on earth would she tip him off if she wins either way? If she's finally getting what she wants, which is the ferals off the mountain. So, All right, so let's move on to our mountain folks. Let's, let's talk about them. Basically... We start off with the, this whole. I guess this is a tradition that they all the three clans get together. And so uh, we have the Shays, the Ferals. I didn't catch the name of the last one. Uh, you know. Um, anyway, they all three converge on this what looks to be a I don't know a ravine or a, a valley and stuff like that. And they talk about this is celebrating the day before the harvest, the, the harvest of the summer, and um, and all that. You know, and. <laughs> And then randomly, Asa shows up. I, you know, front and center too. Like, yeah, I mean, he wasn't I, hiding who he was or anything. I, why? 
this whole scene I had a problem with because immediately it was like right before or during he's trying to set up what was that another daylight meeting? Yeah, they were like, well, during this meeting, the people were talking about, hey, let's meet at such and such as old barn house or this, that or so on. And I was kind of like, okay, now we're, you know, yeah, you're being secretive. But like we've said for the last two or three weeks, you got to eventually get busted. Yeah. And guess what happens? They got busted. You get busted. Big time. And our man, Craig, uh, is in there, you know, our leader, Asa, you know, and I was like, (sighs) insert foot into mouth. Oh, man. He stepped off into it good, boy. And. Um, I'm talking wow. <laughs> I mean, and the whole group. And so, you know, I hate to say that one of the things that went through my mind right then and there was, is that they were just going to unload machine guns. Oh, I thought, that, of, I thought the whole, I thought I was like, I was like, we're going to see the most violent scene. I thought it was about ever. to be a Vikings thing where just everyone gets mowed down with crossbows, except this was going to be with heavy machine guns. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I was just like, this is not good. Somebody's about to die. It better not be Craig. Better not be yeah. Craig. You know, I'm going to be mad. And uh, no, at yeah. that point, who's going to make the shine? Yeah, yeah we, we got no more shine makers. <laughs> uh, show's over. You know, you know. So, so they don't. They put them all in a barn under, you know, under guard watch, and they, uh, you know, and so there but you go. How are you feeling about Gwen at this point? Because she's going back and forth with Asa, and I just <sighs> don't understand what's going on. I'm gonna be honest with you, Gwen is not in my fan book right now. Okay, you know, I, I'm really conflicted. I don't really know. Because at one time, it looked like she had a clear-cut plan of just gaining his trust to kill him. And now it's turned into their scenes of, I thought I could change him. And I love you. Him. I love you. All these things. And then it's like, I killed my mommy and I forgive you. And I'm just, I'm all over the map with her. I don't yeah. know what they're trying to do with her character because it's so conflicting back and forth. Because I love the character itself, but... You know, it does. It doesn't give you any clues that she's going back and forth. You, you, she's been doing her course, and yeah, other people know about it now. But then, but she doesn't make sense with some of the, the things that are said and do. She's being very conflicting in what she's trying to do, and I can't quite nail down what her end goal is, and that's a little bothersome to me. Yeah, I, I mean, because I don't know if she wants to be burning now, or if she just wants to be making the moves behind the scene, or what she's trying to do. I know I she says know. it's all in the name of the clan, but I, at this point, I can't say that it is if she's trying to keep Big Foster there. I'm with you. And here's the other thing, too, is that I, I do believe if you wanted somebody to die from poisoning, you could probably find something that gets it done. A lot quicker. A lot quicker. Because now it's just becoming so noticeable that people have to be wondering why the clan's greatest healer can't heal her own husband. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it makes her look bad. It's not looking good for her. You know, and... And his hallucinations and the way he's talking and doing like that, it's hurting my mojo for David Morris's character, Big Foster. Man, it's I, I am completely me. done with these uh, Lady Ray. Yeah, I mean, the convenience of every one of these. I, I'm, I'm guessing that's supposed to be, you know, like some kind of moral compass to prevent him from doing certain things. But, but I mean, she pointed Asa out as he shot the tree. I mean, he didn't know Asa was behind the tree, but she no. peered right in front of it and shot that one. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm just, mm, I'm, 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 I'm struggling with that part of it. You know, at least they didn't just bombard us with it. You know, it's only this one scene where they're about to kill Craig because you know he went into the barn and said, "I have one question," and nobody had an answer for it. You know, and which was, oh boy, that was a ginger setup. You know, <laughs> and uh, but anyway, I, so here's 
before we get to that whole Craig shooting. Well, I mean, know. with the Lady Ray, the other thing I had with it was her laughing was off this episode. Yeah. She was laughing before she even opened her mouth and was still laughing after it closed. And I was just like, great. Another reason for me to hate these Lady Ray scenes. <laughs> well, I think the sound was supposed to be what was giving him a hard time. And it was kind of a creepy laugh when oh, she went around. So. All right. Did you have a problem with Asa beating on the lock? You know, and when he runs, you know, he runs 25 feet behind a tree. And about the time he makes the tree, Big Foster comes around the corner. I do believe if I was hitting that rock as hard as I was. It's going to be echoing throughout the woods. And people are going to know that something's up. I and mean, it would have been a little bit of a different situation of or, or encounter. Yeah. To me. But also, here's a guy who's been breaking into houses down at the town. And he can't pick a lock? He can, he can get by state-of-the-art security security guards fly drones and a normal padlock baffles them maybe like, not normal but still an iron padlock and yeah. i mean good job for crack just you know sitting there patting himself on the back yeah really He's i like, mean i built this thing you know i know it's not gonna do anything but yeah uh, him beating on the rock i was just i was like eh. well and i love the comment i just need to find the right rock yeah. <laughs> and, oh, I'll get back to that by the end of the podcast, I promise. But that was a great comment. Yeah, I hear you. So, going back to that shooting part of it, you know, Craig's sitting there, and, uh, man, what a great job. You know, he shoots a tree, but then he shoots right beside him, and his expression was probably my favorite of the entire episode. It was just like, oh, my God, you really and, just you shoot? You just really just shot at me. I just saw my life flash in front of me, you know? It it's so over. Yeah, it was so on the money. And... You know, you have to you have to wonder if, you know, Big Foster's goons, you know, Ed Heavey, especially one of them being, you know, that they just look at him like, hmm. Well, I mean, he's lost his you, marbles. Do you feel like he's losing credibility amongst the people? Because it doesn't I do. show. It doesn't show, but I can't believe that everyone's still one hundred percent unwavering of him. I mean, you don't even you don't even have one person. That is something that's perplexing. Is that you don't even have one person who goes, "What's wrong with him?" Yeah, you know, I mean, it, like a little bit. They showed, were like, "Are you are you sure we're not killing them?" But I mean, outside of that, it was just like, "Do as I say," and that everyone followed yeah, up. There's no, not even there's not even an ounce of somebody questioning his lunacy or sanity or anything. At any time, when he's over there talking to trees, losing his mind, shooting into the wind, you, you know, know, falling down in a coughing pit, can barely pick himself back up. And I was just like, someone's got to be looking at this and is like, "Hey, is this really our leader right now?" Exactly. I mean, it's. It's kind of shaky that we have not seen that. Considering how well detailed they do with the show, it really was surprising. We don't we don't have little tidbits of you know besides the whole just kind of looking at each other like uh, is he okay? You yeah, know? and I mean obviously we have people going against uh, Big Foster, but it's for a completely different reason. Yeah, not because he's crazy or look like he's losing his mind or whatever, but yeah, uh, that uh, I've, I've kind of always wondered that. You know, I would kind of expected to have it by now. Especially with how advanced it is at this point. Like, it's it's getting out there. It is. It definitely, definitely is. All right. So, basically, everybody's out. Everybody and their brother's out looking for Asa. Asa. And Asa, the whole time, is hiding in Little Foster's tent. You know, there's a little pup tent out there. And they have this good little dialogue. And, you know, I need your help. I need your yeah. help. Now, does it surprise you that he helps him? No, because I feel like he feels like he owes Asa a debt. You know, he talked about everything that I do is now pinned on you. And so I feel like it's kind of vice versa. Mm-hmm. And his end goal is to take out Big Foster. So why not help Asa? 
you know, give him that respect and help him out his time as need because you know it's going to come back. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I thought it was a good dynamic. You know, Lil Foster, Ryan Hurst, this was a very redemptive episode for him as well. I mean, this is the Lil Foster we've been waiting for. There's well, no doubt. Now, I'm not even going to call him Lil Foster anymore. He's just Foster at this point. Yeah. He, he's his own person. He is definitely his own person. And, uh, you know, he uh, he's taking care of business. So, you know, so Asa stays in this tent and – Foster comes back with was this like a deer? I'm guessing it looked like a goat to me. I mean, it looked pure white, but yeah, and you know, and, I mean, he was carrying it pretty easily. The only thing I have to say about this is okay, it's cool. You, you went odd scene. I, why cut into it and clean it in the pup tent? You know, I was talking to a buddy and we're doing a little. He's doing a little foreshadowing. We we have a little bit of a wager. Oh, I know uh, why. On, I know exactly what he was cutting into that animal for and what it was used for. And we can get to that at the end yeah. if you want to. And so on. Because, spoiler alert, Asa is not dead, you know, is my guess. You oh, <laughs> so, I mean, we, we have conflicting opinions. I no, like it. No, the the reason we cut into that animal was to get blood, you know. And so, he was shot. And then if you know Hey, 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 let's not... Let's okay. not, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> no, nah, we're there now, man. We're there, you know. The bottom line is is that we get to the scene at the end. They're getting ready to fight, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. The lead to this scene is, you know, he's going back to his mother's grave, and he's over there digging in the dirt and all that. Well, I mean, before that, we even have that trap set. To, so he Ace can go free everybody. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. I'll, I'll pump the brakes for okay, a second. Okay, just, we'll just get a little to. bit because – because we hadn't even talked about Hassel or no. or Sally Ann or anything like that. So we'll pump the brakes there a little bit. Yeah. All right. So, again, Hassel, Sally Ann, the whole group, they're all stowed up in this place, you know, under guard. Asa decides that at night he's going to go break them out. And I, I'm assuming they came up with this brilliant plan of to get Big Foster away from – the camp and everything, so Asa can come break him out. But it didn't make much sense to me because they get him up to the tent. Asa's back down there. Big Foster has that mini attack or whatever, and Foster sends them back to camp? Yeah. You know, like he's sending everybody to Asa as he's trying to break everybody out. Yeah, um, I'm just wondering what the distance is. Maybe he just needs an amount of time or so on. You know, it could end up working, you know. It did end up working, but – that kind of leads me to thinking that Ace is done. Well, it is because no. that plant sent there. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get to that in just a second. So, so Asa drops down, gets this guy, gives him beat down. Hassel helps him out. You know, Hassel's fighting is top notch. Like yeah, he's yeah. the most believable fighter on the show. Yeah, it, it looks authentic. It looks rough. You know, like he's he's throwing his body into it. And he even said on uh, Twitter when David Morrissey hit him with when Big Foster hit him with the gun, he he actually got hit. Oh, he, he took one for the team. Oh, ow. Because his Asa's, you know, he was he was throwing a few shots to the ground and not even coming close to the face. Yeah, little haymakers to nothing but wind. Too, yeah. Um, all right, so let's just go back to the meat and potatoes here. Okay. okay. So we've we've got everybody out well, there. We got Sally Ann decides. She is now, not. Did she actually just take a walk, or did she go to the other people? I think she had to end up going with the people because there's no way she's making it down this mountain. Anymore. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. If I don't she think she's happy walk, about it. If she took a walk, I'd be really surprised. Yeah, she's not happy, but she went back with the people. Yeah, I, 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 mm, that's gonna that's gonna be a tough one there. 
Okay. Now uh, you now go. All right, so he's there. He's digging in the ground. This is where we get the weird uh, Gwen's like, I forgive you because I killed your you killed your mommy. And she already knew it, though. Yeah, and she, I mean, she already had the inkling. You already knew, you know. The, the, the whole, I forgive you. Oh, gosh, I just, uh, you know, then she's like, I thought I could change him. And I was just Especially like. Especially since she had so much love for Lady Ray. And Lady Ray had so much hope yeah, and everything yeah, for Gwen. And I was just like, God. So that really conflicted me. Then Ace just shows up. And I'm like, all right, cool. Then we have the showdown, you know. I thought this was going to happen next week. Yeah, I, I did not expect this. I really did not expect. I didn't expect the plot to move as fast as it did no, this episode. We rolled. We really, really did, and which I was really pleasantly surprised by. And it so, all felt natural. It wasn't like just oh, like, oh no, we're moving no, too was, fast. It, it was, wasn't a Walking Dead moment where continuity is shot and thrown out the window, <laughs> and like we go from night to day in five seconds. But um, no, to get there and let's you know let's do this hand to hand. You know, you know I can I could kill you when I'm thirty. Was it thirty minutes from death? Yeah. You know? Uh, I really thought we were going to get an Indiana Jones moment where he just pulls out the pistol and shoots him. Yeah, right. uh, I was ready for that. <laughs> so they don't. They got they square off. A little a fisticuffs. Great fight. I mean, Ace yeah. is throwing his body into him. You know, doing some fireman carries. You know, but the, David Morris. One lick from David Morris is like three. Oh, from a, he looks so much bigger than he Ace. Is though, a like, man amongst boys out there. I mean, you could really tell the size of the show right yeah, now during that fight. And so he throws for you in there. And then, of course, Ace ends up getting the best of him. And he grabs a rock. And he Find, says, finds the right rock. Yeah, he finds the right, right rock. There we go. There I told you I was going to come back for it. I had that tweet all ready to go. <laughs> I was just waiting for the finishing blow. Uh, and, man, was I happy that I waited on oh, that. Oh, Lord. And so then he picks the rock up. And all of a sudden, little Foster, as we call Foster now, shoots and greases him. Out of Rocks nowhere. Him like a bad transmission. I mean, uh, did gonna, not see this coming. Not even close. Yeah, and didn't understand this at all. But then I was able to put it together. Because oh, Foster do, ran, because ran over there, grabbed him, said he don't deserve to be here on these grounds, and dumps him off the side. And that was the same argument my buddy made. But all right. here's my problem with it. What is the point of shooting him? If the end goal was to kill Foster, and they had, I guess, as legal of a way to kill him, and Asa was about to do it, what is the point of shooting him? I don't think the goal was to it was to kill him. I think the goal was is that if you live by their vows, you don't kill another. Okay. He's already Big Foster's already done it and admitted it. Well, I know that, but I'm talking about the other ones don't though. You know, like Little Foster's not gonna. Well, doesn't want to. You know, he tried to kill him. I know that, but I think that he's changed his mind. He's you know he's had a reckoning with who he is. Like like, like we had that scene with Gwen earlier. You know, your secrets are safe with me. Different things. I'm you know uh, with, with time I've wasted. I mean, I don't know. Here's my here's my idea. The reason he brought that animal into that hut is to get the blood out of it. And okay. so when he shot him and ran over there before David Morrissey could see the body, his hand had something in it that pressed against his chest and created the blood. And so when Gwen, then he goes, Gwen, come here, help me. Gwen had blood on her hands from the animal they butchered. Yeah. And so he scooped him up and threw him down the hill. And this is all smokescreen to make it where everybody else is safe. Nobody has to run for their lives and hide from Big Foster anymore. Big Foster's not on the hunt for Asa anymore. It's a way of exalting him. You know, he's so clear. just Asa gets kicked off the mountain. Well, it's either that or he's going to have some other big plan, or this gives him time to come up with something. Uh, what was the plan? He had Big Foster killed. He had enough people to go with it. Like, I don't know. 
I don't know. You see, I mean, it's, just, uh, it's yeah, conflicting. I don't, I don't get me wrong, it's conflicting. But um, I think he's done. Uh, I, I don't see how he's still. <laughs> he's not dead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Now, the, the way they did the scene definitely makes you go. <gasps> I mean, the the bullet, like, it looked like there was an actual bullet hole with a deeper blood coming out, and it was over his heart. And look, it I'm sorry. Look like he the, missed. the guy shooting the gun has not have a good track record of shooting a gun. Okay, I mean, right now he's like, you know, if it, if it was a good shot, it was one for three. Hey, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> so our odds are in Ace's favor. You know, so well, I mean, we've only seen him shoot two other times, so the third time's a charm. Yeah. I mean, all I'm saying is, I don't, I don't see Ace coming back. Uh, uh, I mean, that, that, no way. That's a pretty there. big drop off the mountain. There's I mean, no they're hosting way. open casting calls, so they need a few more. <laughs> There's they no need a way. few more members. I'm willing to put a small wager on it that he is not dead. I mean, we, we can not talk after. Grazed. I've already not got grazed. Uh, I've already got one on the line, so two <laughs> two's not a problem. So anyway, if we follow your storyline, Ace has been dumped off the side of the hill. Ace is done. He's done. Okay, which is very sad because I need to know more about Asa. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You will get to know. <laughs> not a anyway, chance. so. That's kind of how the episode wraps. There's, there's also one more. How about those bells? How have we not heard these bells? Yeah, you brought that up. That's a good point. You know, something because uh, those things were awesome. Yeah, we've never seen them before. Yeah, I, mean, now, I, I mean, don't know if they were used for like warning signs or just for like the sign of that harvest. I think it's but. just uh, a way to communicate with the other, the other, the other clans. You know, you bring that's a, the sign of get together. You know what I mean? Well, we need more get togethers. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I need those things ringing. Yeah, those were pretty neat. The metal one was was really oh, yeah. with the with the with the leaf spring or not leaf spring, but the uh, coal spring on it. That was pretty sweet. I did enjoy that. So, all right, guys, what are y'all's predictions? Do you think Asa is dead? Do you agree with Cash that he took one in the chest, was dead before he hit the ground? Basically, his body laid there. That's another I, big clue there, fella, is that you know most people don't die instantaneously unless they're it was through the, the heart. Ground. Oh man, maybe he, so. He was pretty still. Or are you on my camp and realize this is all smokescreen? Why on earth would we bring an animal in there? Show him, stab it in front of him. This is while he's saying we got a plan. Uh, I'm going with. There's no way he's dead. This is just a very good way of either giving him more time or a way to get off the mountain or something. Well, I mean, there's just there's no something that I see adds up to a fake death when you um, could have just killed Foster. I'm willing to bet Peter Mateo's got a juicy reason why and we're going to be just very happy next episode. It's going to have to be good for me to want to say And when it is, you will eat your words. Okay, I will happily eat my words. But I mean, <laughs> like the whole point was to, I mean, I understand you're no, you don't want to t- take David Morrissey off the show or anything. Absolutely not. But when you write it up to have him in the kill shot and then just take that away and then bring him back that I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, I hate to say if Dave Morrissey leaves, it's because it's at the hands of somebody not a Klansman. It's not one of the Pharaohs. I just, I feel that way. Like he'll go like his daddy did. He'll get shot to pieces like Protect his dad. Mountain, but I don't want him to have that, that way. He has a, a martyr, you know, yeah. the, uh, in some way that that's where I see it, you know? And so I don't want to lose. I don't really don't want to lose hardly any of these characters. It's crazy how this season I've kind of got an affection for most all the characters and that it would be a heartbreak to lose one. But, you know, I have to say it's time to lose one. If we're going to have this assault possibly coming onto the mountain, it's like that. We're going to have to have. And why not mow one down before you get to the big assault? I don't know. I I don't really, really don't know. We're going to have to see. We're really, really going to have to see. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the preview for the finale 
it looks intense. It does. I mean, I hung on for it, and it, I'm already ready for Tuesday. Yeah, there, there's no no doubt that I do not want to have to wait a whole week for this episode. So, um, remember. All right, so we have two big questions y'all hit us back with on feedback on this is that why did she tip him off? What was her deal yeah, there? Why'd you go to the police? Yeah, why'd you do that? And second question, is Asa dead? What is your thoughts, theories? Okay, Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. You know, it's at Blee TV Podcast and so on. And another thing, guys, we, we've kind of put it on our website. We've, I mean, we put on Facebook and Twitter. We're really pushing for some iTunes reviews or Stitcher reviews. Uh, we're trying to boost up our show on some search categories. We're coming to find out the more subscribes and more uh, positive reviews we get through those two sites, especially iTunes, uh, it really boasts our show up for um, all the content we put out there. And so if you do have a minute or two, just click one of our links off of our Facebook page or, uh, or Twitter or whatever. And uh, if you can do that, that would be a huge, huge step for us to help us out. I mean, we can't tell you how grateful we'd be just for a simple comment. Exactly. You know, I'd be happy to give you a shout out on the show. Um, it, it, it's just, a, it's what, you know, it, it helps fuel our fire and makes our show grow. And like we said, this year we've been able to add, you know, third host, which has been awesome. We want to be able to add more hosts and do more content to get more shows, not just outsiders, because there's so much good TV out there. Uh, and do more for you guys and really try to build it around you and uh, we just look forward to doing that so uh but other than that i got nothing else for this week uh tune in this week guys we're also going to be interviewing keith gregory the guy who plays jack murphy our celebrated redneck of the show on outsider <laughs> uh, and we and i think we have a couple more people we're going to be getting into interviews before the season finale so um tune in for those as well but uh other than that guys this is bleed tv and i'm zach and i'm cash and we'll see y'all next week